this episode, Jamie breaks down for us how we went from a society that celebrated intuition to one that demonizes it. What's even cooler is that she breaks this down with an astrological timeline. This is Heather Wood and Jamie Hayhurst, and this is the Intuitive Girl's Guide. Hey, Jamie, I think we should talk a little bit about what happens to intuition and why it's become so suppressed and misunderstood um, today. What do you think? Yes, this is very important, I think. I feel like you are my go-to expert for this. I've heard you give this talk places. It's really awesome. So will you kind of take us through and give us a bit of like a history lesson slash timeline and we'll kind of discuss along the way um, what went down to get us to this point? Yes. Um, So I would love to do that, but I'm also going to switch it up a little bit. So we talked about the timeline um, in the episode, the vocab episode about the wheel of the year and the Sabbaths and all that stuff. So this is sort of, um, I'm actually going to take that and I'm going to switch it and give you the astrological version of this. Um, We're going to talk about the astrological ages. That's amazing. I love that so very much. Yeah. And I think that, I think we should do a little bit of a, like a quick vocab session right now, just before we start so that when we're going through it, we're all sort of on the same page about what things mean. If you're, um, if you're a loyal listener of ours, you're going to already know this. So I'll go super fast. Um, it's a refresher, right? right. It's a little refresher so that, you know, so I don't want you to get hung up on things or be thinking something different than what I mean, because a lot of these terms, including intuition, have been sort of hijacked and taken by our society. And so I want to get like the real deal on it. Um, I love it when you do this. So I'm excited. (laughs) Let's see what happens. So first, I want to ask you, Heather, to define for us, what's your definition of intuition? My definition of intuition is feeling sensing, taking in information in a way that's not using your brain. So it's not thinking, it's feeling. And that you use the force of desire to go, okay, once I take this information in, what do I now do with it? Where do I go with it? That's how I see intuition. Same. I think of intuition as like interpreting energy, Mm -hmm. sensing and interpreting energy, and then um, managing that like interpersonally and then through other people. Um, but I also think of it as like, like you say, intuition is desire or love and ego is fear, right? Would you agree with that? Absolutely. Okay. So when we're talking about intuition ever, I mean, definitely in this episode, but um, ever, we're not talking about like prophesizing. We're not talking about fortune telling. Um, we're not talking about any of that. So any stereotype that you have in your head of like, when I start to talk about like, thousands of years ago and we're talking about like intuitive people or witches, I don't want you picturing um, like some old hag woman with a wart on her nose. Like I I want you to be thinking about like a powerful woman who was able to heal and to um, interpret energy. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Don't you think that intuition has become kind of like synonymous with like the tools that use intuition? Like, I don't know, maybe like tarot reading or something like people think like of that as intuition, but that's just something that simply uses intuition, right? 
Yes. I've said this in a million, like lots of our episodes, but like, that's how I see any modality like that. Cards, crystals, oils, Reiki, mediumship, anything like that. They're all just different ways to interpret energy. That's all it is. Agreed. Um, And I also want to just refresh everybody on the idea that being a like pagan times, you can't, you can't be a pagan. It's not a religion. So when we talk about in pagan times or pagan uh, culture or pagan holidays, that just simply means before patriarchal religion, right? Absolutely. I think of it as just like, like our ancient ancestors. That's kind of how I think of pagan. Right. And when I think of pagan, I think of people who lived by the earth and who used the stars and the seasons to tell time and to navigate life, which we don't do anymore. Yes. Can I be, can I be a little bit spicy? Yeah, please do. I feel like pagan just explains the lifestyle that we all sort of naturally lived before patriarchal religion and society hijacked everything. Correct. Agreed. I think that's sort of like, that was our default setting for humanity. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not in that, but now we all sort of feel that call to it. So that's why you're probably listening to this podcast is because you feel that call to like pagan times, not to being a pagan, but pagan times. Yeah. And it goes across all cultures too. It's not just like, you know, Oh, pagan is only people from um, England or something like it's all over the world. We're referring to before sort of the, the dawning of patriarchal stuff. Exactly. So what happens is that, people observe these cycles and these seasons that we're talking about in pagan times. Um, and they started to, and I think we've been sort of trained to think of people as being like sort of stupid, like before patriarchal culture, right? Like we, like we think that people then didn't know anything. Um, and they may not have passed like a spelling quiz. Um, but they were very wise. They were very intuitive to what was happening around them. Um, Don't you think that's some like colonizer mindset bullshit right there? Absolutely. That's like saying like, oh, we're helping them. Like we're helping the the indigenous people, you know, we're helping them or, you know, it, it, that's just a rationalization for being a terrible person. Um, yes. And, and you've, you've been taught that most likely. So you have to, you have to remove that conditioning but there's no excuse. Like you got to do it. <laughs> oh, right. Exactly. We, we were taught that like the settlers came here to this country and helped native Americans. That's not what happened. That's exactly. not what happened. Um, yeah. It'd be lovely if that were true, but it's not. Um, so that's <laughs> yeah. all very like patriarchal conditioning that we have to right. unlearn and unpack. Okay. Um, so people in pagan times, they started to notice things that, certain things happen seasonally and they started noticing um, like astrologers started to chart these, these changes and these effects that they saw. So using a more cyclical approach, we observed um, astrological ages that have had impacts on our civilization going back as far as 10,000 BC. That's amazing. So like a really long time ago. 
Yeah, um, and, and they knew more about astrology back then than we know now. So just to just to like reiterate that point you were making, like that people were like stupid or something. No, right. And to your point about like every modality just being a way to interpret energy, that's what astrology is. Astrology is like a mirror for what's happening in the world and what's happening in our own individual lives. It's not really fortune telling. It's just seeing like where the energy is. Yeah, um, as, as, is, as is above, so is below, right? That's the whole, right. yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Correct. So, but if we look back, if astrologers have charted this and you look back, you can start to see these ages. And I think it's really interesting, especially now, because we just changed the age that we're in. Yes. And you can see the world reacting accordingly. Um, again. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to bring us way back. I'm going to do it. I'm going to try to be like super succinct. And I'm not going to lecture you on this. These are things that we could talk about for hours. Like I, we could do a whole podcast on each of the ages I will not do that to you unless you email us and tell us you want us to. And then I would be delighted. Um, But for now, I'm just going to give you a short, like brief synopsis of each one. And and that's going to help us see how the world was changing and how it impacted humanity and how it impacted um, our ability to use our intuition. And I, even though it's in synopsis form, it, it, is still an incredibly important thing for people to understand because I think a lot of people think of intuition as like new agey. Yes. <laughs> you know, I hate that. Right. I know. Yeah. Because so it, it's so the opposite. Exactly. If you sort of understand what happened and why in like real history, not possibly the history you learned in school um, of how this went down, it I think it helps you to have, greater clarity as to why stuff is the way it is. Right. Exactly. Like why we're in the mess that we're in right now. It's not, it's not just like the last four years or the last 50 years or whatever. I mean, this is, this is a long time coming. Exactly. So we'll start with the age of Leo, which was between the ages of 10,000 and 8,000 BC. Mm -hmm. So Leo's a fire sign. And it was taking place during the uh, Mesolithic era and caused the melting, like the like the big, bright Leo fire sun energy was when we saw the melting of the glaciers that covered most of the northern hemisphere and increased the temperatures on the planet that then created the fertility that allowed literal life to form on this planet. Yes. So because the sun was so bright, because the glaciers melted, we then, it was actually then warm enough that organisms, like science could happen. This isn't just like woohoo stuff. This is science. Like science was happening. Organisms were forming. Like life was being created on this planet way back then. Yep. I love it. And I love tying that sort of science-y piece to astrology because honestly, it was tied back then tied together right like, they're, they're really, the same things yeah they're the astronomy same. and astrology were the same study the same people studied that for a very long time it then separated that's probably another whole other episode but um if you're hearing that like sciencey piece and then you're hearing the like astrological piece and it sounds like it doesn't go together um this is extra important for you to lean into because it's really important to see them paralleled like that right and don't let anyone tell you that like oh, I'm intuitive and I'm a healer. And so I don't believe in science. 
Oh yeah, no, no. That's uh, the opposite. Like you use science to back your intuition. You use intuition to back what you think, like what you're critically thinking about, right? Like they should be, they should be synonymous. They should. Um, and, and we all need to be more intuitive. People need to be more open to sciencey stuff and scientists need to be more open to energy work. All of that. Again, I'll reel myself in, but exactly. <laughs> exactly. I agree with you. Yeah. And after that, we moved to the age of cancer, which is 8,000. And these are rough numbers. It's not like it's like the, 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 there was, first of all, there was no calendar, but it wasn't like, it wasn't like the calendar year changed and all of a sudden it was a different age. Like these are approximate years where this happened. So it was approximately 8,000 to 6,000 BC. See our episodes on time for more on that. <laughs> exactly. Right. Exactly. So that's, so it, cancer is a water sign. And it's ruled by the moon and it ushered in the era of goddess worship. So we begin to see evidence of nomadic cultures that are settling into agricultural communities, which makes sense as cancer rules the home. So, so humans were nomadic. They just traveled around, but then they started to realize that there were different crops that they could grow and they could then stay in one place. They realized that as the seasons went, certain crops would grow and and they could actually stay in one place and not have to live this very like, almost like endangered, um, we got to stay alive type of thing. They could create a home, which is literally like hashtag like big cancer energy. That is cancer rules the home. Absolutely. And, and just to clarify, in case anybody isn't thinking of it this way, this isn't like, oh, this happened historically. So we're going to name it the age of cancer, like literally the planets were moving and shifting. And they're it's called that because of the position of of cancer and where it was in the sky and all that good stuff. So it isn't just named it because that's a cancer trait. It's because literally what's happening astrologically is also happening right on earth. Right. Exactly. Right. And the, and like planets shift like daily, but also yearly. And then they also stay in certain places for like, like they, the energy rules for like this for 2000 years. That's why astrology is more than just like, what's your sign. It's yeah. like so intricate. It, I would literally, I would consider it a science the, like as if you, if you really start to look at astrology and follow certain astrologers, it's, it's a real, like, it's a science. It's a, a livelihood to understand how the whole thing works. I, I 100% agree. It takes a lot of studying and knowledge to fully understand it. Absolutely. Yeah. Like if I see an astrologer that I love and I follow them, it, it's scholarly to me, like the information, the way they're reading it's science. You're reading where planets are. You're reading where they are in, in the sky. That's not intuition. That's science. Like it's, it's a scholastic endeavor to do something like that. I agree. And it's such a beautiful example of where science and intuition and energy work all kind of like come together. Right. Exactly. So, like if you want an example of like how we should sort of like model other things, I feel like we should look to that for sure. I agree. I agree. So then next, around 6,000 to 4,000 BC is the age of Gemini. So this Gemini is a mercurial air sign of ideas, communication, and commerce. So it's a time when people began to venture beyond their own settlements 
more organized structures and religions started to form. And in this era, we saw the emergence of what's called the Proto-Indo-European language, which is the predecessor to almost all the languages that we speak today. Say what it's called again? I've never heard of that before. The Proto-Indo-European language. It's like a the first languages ever that all of our languages now stem from, like way before Latin, way before any of that. That's amazing. And doesn't that make so much sense for that Gemini energy of like the the connection and the influence and all of that? Right. So like you're, and, and if we just track it as we go, it's like you have this nomadic culture and then they start to settle and, and, and create homes in their own lives. And then they start to reach beyond that. I mean, it's a very natural progression that you can see taking place. Absolutely. So then after that, between the ages, the years of around 4,000 to 2000 BC is the age of Taurus. And Taurus is an earth sign, which rules the earth and like the physical body and physical possessions And this era had a focus on creating material resources and wealth. This is when the pyramids were built. This is the time where temples were built. Um, Houses of healing and worship were built. Um, So then you start to see people not only moving outside of themselves in their homes, but now they're starting to form these other communities through through their temple or whatever their their worship is. is. Yes. So... Taurus is my sun sign. I have a lot of Taurus in my chart, which probably won't surprise any astrologers who listen to this. Um, But what I think of when I think of Taurus is like making survival like comfortable and a bit luxurious. Right. Yes. So if you think of like this timeline and you're getting to Taurus and you're hearing like wealth and, and the pyramids, they weren't going out like trying to conquer everything yet. We're not there. It's like, okay, we can survive. I think I want this to feel really, really good while I'm surviving. (laughs) Right. It's like more about like functionality. Yeah. You're moving out of like survival and into functionality and how to be productive. Um, And, and, but in a way that's um, more about like what's like in the land, like what you can do with your body, what you can like, like the structures that you can build. That's Taurus energy. Absolutely. So the next age is where it starts to get a little bit dicey. <laughs> okay. And that's the age of Aries, which mm-hmm. is 2000 BC up until year one of like current time. So AD. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that's the age of Aries. And that's where you start to see the rise of the patriarchy. So before this, you had had, and I'll discuss this after we go through this timeline, but before this, we had, as if we look back on like what we were talking about before, it was like the goddess worship, like the mother worship. And when we say that, we don't necessarily mean like goddesses, like you've been taught to see them in your mind, like some voluptuous, like supermodel goddess. I don't mean that, like not the Victoria's Secret goddesses. I mean, they meant like mother earth. They meant that mother, that maternal energy is like, Pagan people lived and died by the earth, by its seasons, by the stars orbiting around it. Um, And so they saw this planet as a mother who created for them. It created food for them. And then they started to notice that their bodies did the same type of thing. 
right? So then they start to notice that they're, the, the bodies of women go through these same type of cycles and they respond to the cycles on this planet. And so then it's not like these women took over and created this matriarchy and forced people to, to honor them and bow before them. It was just this more of like a natural respect for what the planet and what the women's bodies did. Absolutely. And if, if you hear um, like goddess and like multiple gods and like you're hearing that in pagan culture and it's feeling a little funny in your tummy, I want to address that really quick if that's okay, Jay, because that's, that's a symptom of uh, like a learning through a patriarchal religion that, that worshiping multiple gods or goddesses is a bad thing. And if you're looking at it like a a patriarchal religious God, which Mm -hmm. is like all powerful being that's like fully good and, and whatever. Right. Then it's going to be confusing, I think. So you have to kind of remove yourself and see it as like represent, like gods and goddesses were representative of like energy, like you're saying of, oh, I'm noticing the the nurturing and the fertile um, energy of the earth. And I'm seeing that mirrored in women's bodies and in women's cycles and all of this. So we're, we're saying like a goddess of fertility or the goddess of the earth or of nature it wasn't like, oh, here's, there's, you know, 800, like, omnipresent, you know, all knowing gods, it was this is representing the energy of this. Does that make sense? Exactly. I think that's a perfect way to say it. And it's going to take, it might take you some unpacking, because you've, we've been taught, um, even if you didn't grow up in a very religious home, um, this society is is jam packed with those ideas that have all been very subtly ingrained in our psyches. Um, Exactly. And I, and I just think it's important and you know, me, you know, I love to talk about like about gender um, and I love to address stuff like that. And I, I do feel some personal resistance to like masculine and feminine. And I know we just spoke about it in like the debunking the myths episode. Um, so I won't harp on it too much. Um, but I think we need to realize that if I'm saying feminine energy, or if I'm saying goddess worship, I just mean intuition. And that's what we're talking about in this episode is the evolution of intuition and then sort of the suppression of it, which is what we're getting to now. And it's important to realize that when I'm talking about like the great mother or mother earth, or, um, I'm not using, I'm not saying that as a gender construct. I'm saying that as, as we were wholly, wildly intuitive, we didn't know better. Humans didn't know better than to, to shut that off in ourselves. We didn't know better. It wasn't conditioned out of us yet. No, it was literally just like I said before, like the default setting for our systems. We, we didn't have books or, or science or people or churches or bosses to stamp that out of us. So it, we just followed what we saw on the earth. So we then followed that and, be, and then we saw that in ourselves. And so that made us um, very powerful. And that's how we grew food. And that's how we developed culture. And it was a very natural occurrence for humanity. Absolutely. You have to take it out of the modern conditioned lens to hear it and see it 
And then if I may suggest, maybe just stay out of that, the modern lens and stay back. Right. In the- <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Here. Yeah. yeah. Learn to see the world through what's natural to you. So here we are now in the age of Aries, which is seeing the silencing of that, of that sort of natural intuition, which was called the divine feminine or the great mother, anything like that. And we start to see the rise of the patriarchy. And Aries is a fire sign. And this is what I love about it. Cause it's actually, this is how you can relate to like a tarot deck. Um, Aries is a fire sign and it's the first sign of the Zodiac. So it's almost like the fool card, which is not necessarily bad. It's just the beginning. It's the beginning of something. And there's like a lot of unknowns. Um, And so it invokes, Aries invokes the energy of of a child and one breaking away from the mother. Mm, That's amazing. Whoa. Crazy, right? So like it's, we're breaking away from the mother and this goddess worship that we did or, or whatever you want to call it. Um, And so it brought in change, like big change. And it was the energy of moving away from matriarchy and into, into patriarchy. So this is when we start to see the rise of empires and dynasties that demanded enforced loyalty to the state over the self. Yes. Yes. So that's where the change happens. The change happens where you stop thinking about yourself and your community and your crops and your village. And all of a sudden you're now indebted or whatever to this, this bigger power, whether that be a church or a dynasty or a king, something like that. Like how you should live is now beginning to be dictated to you based on where you live. Um, And Jay, will you say something about what a matriarchal society actually is? Because I think a lot of people don't, I think they misunderstand what that means. Yeah. So I'm actually, I'm going to read some excerpts of stuff like that, but what people think, oh, you want a patriarchy. You don't want a patriarchy. So what you want women to be in charge and you want women to be mean to men. And I'm like, well, first of all, you're admitting that men are awful to women. And second of all, no, that's not what we want. We want to go back to what's natural to ourselves. And the matriarchy is not that women are the bosses, and we're not going to have like queens ruling and like beheading people. We just want people to go back to understanding how the earth works and how our bodies work. And that's all connected through feminine energy. Yes. Matriarchal society, which I know you'll explain more later too. Matriarchal society is not about like men being lesser than women. It was never, ever that way. And that's not when you hear people like you and I saying smash the patriarchy and that we want more of a matriarchal society. We aren't, that's not what we're looking for. Actually that whole idea that one group would hold the power over someone else is a patriarchal construct. That's a patriarchal idea. Exactly. And so that's why now some people won't use the word matriarchy. Like I, I probably wouldn't say that because I know it will be viewed through that patriarchal lens that it must be the opposite, right? Like, Patriarchy is all about opposites and and black and white and patriarchy, matriarchy. So one must be good and one must be bad. Um, so 
yeah so that that's what that's what we're talking about when we say matriarchal yeah um, and the, the patriarchal element starts to show up here right like just to kind of recap what you were saying of to dictating to people how they should live as opposed to people dictating that to themselves this is where you start to see like if, if somebody said to me, where does the seed of self-worth get planted in human beings? I would point here. Right. And and this, again, is a hard pill to swallow for some people. But we're talking about the years 2000 BC to the birth of Christ. So that is when the patriarchy was developing and when all of these big churches were forming. That's like Islam. Judaism, Christianity, all those three main religions that are patriarchal because they only have a man as a God and mostly only men are in positions of power in those churches. Those are patriarchal religions. Um, they were developing at this time and they were they were making land grabs through kingdoms, through dynasties. They were acquiring land and wealth and therefore power at this time. Yes. And they, I know this is not what this episode's about, so I'm just going to mention it and leave it. I'm going to just like, you know, throw it out there like a big matzo ball at people. Um, they were not doing this kindly. This no. In the name of religion, a lot of really terrible things go down and it starts here. So Go ahead and Google that. But that is true. You see real life suppression of people and stealing of wealth. And and this is where intuition starts to get skewed. If we're looking back and we're going, what's happening? This is sort of where where it all starts to go. I'm going to say wrong. Not everyone agree with that, but I'm, I'm going to, I think wrong. <laughs> I don't know how you could say that that's right, quite frankly. It doesn't make sense. Because in that time, that's when all of these these feminine values, and I don't mean that in the gender way, I mean in the way of like feminine energy or the energy of intuition, which is receiving, allowing, creating. Like it's all like for them to, in 2000 BC, they just wanted to create. Like they were creating other humans. They were creating families. They were creating crops. Um, they were creating homes. So that's all the energy of allowing. And that's the energy of intuition. So I know people think of intuition as being like, oh, I see the future. Oh, I have a crystal ball. Oh, um, let me read your tarot cards. All of that is intuition, right? Like maybe not the reading the future part, but the rest of it is. Mm -hmm. But intuition really in its root and in its most natural form is just creating. Yes. In fact, if I may, Jay, mm -hmm. when people say to me, what's something that I could do to like really spark my intuition or like feel more connected to my intuition? I say, find a way to be creative because that will pull all of that energy up through your body. It's, I look at like creativity as like intuition at play, like intuition coming out. So that is 100%. Yes. So we're talking about creating here. And so when the patriarchy came in this age of Aries, those values that were considered central to humanity, 
not just some people, but to humanity, were then systematically diminished and destroyed through that, through the patriarchy. Exactly. Exactly. So then you have the age of Pisces, which is around the first year AD mm-hmm. to the year 2000. So the age of Pisces, Pisces is a water element and it's the last sign of the Zodiac where Aries is the first, this is the last and it represents sleep, dreams and illusions. And in this era, the institutionalized dogma and religions that were developed in the age of Aries were used to lull people into a state of sleep and a mindset of illusion and delusion. Whoa. Say that again. I love that so much. So the religions and the dogma that were previously developed were used to lull people into a state of sleep and a mindset of illusion and delusion. I, I want everybody listening to know how hard I am reeling myself in from the tangent that wants to come out of my mouth. Cause it, it, it just, cause you just need to take that and sit with it. Like you need to like, let that be your, your interpretation and you need to unpack that for yourself. But that is so important and so amazingly said. Agreed. And I, I'm going to, I'm going to leave that there, what you said, but the only thing I'm going to add is that a lot of really well-intended people use religion as a way to be loving and kind and to serve a purpose on this planet. But whether or not you want to hear this, religion was used to make people submit through faith. They were told that if they were faithful and submissive, X, Y, and Z would happen. But really what happened is that they got people to just blindly accept the things that were happening around them on the premise that something good would happen for them. So that's what I mean when I say like lulled into a state of delusion. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we'll, we'll leave that. We don't need to, we're going <laughs> to, that's a big pill to swallow. Some people are like, yeah, I know. And they're listening to that. And some people are like, whoa, I hate you, Jamie. I can't believe you just said that. Right. They're like, they're, they're forming their angry letters now, which right. is fine. We're happy to right. accept them. But I think, I know we keep saying we're going to leave it and then we keep adding things, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you guys know the amount of restraint it takes for us to leave it. And not because we want to preach to you what you should or should not believe. That is the last thing I'm going to speak for you, Jay, too. That is the last thing you and I want to do. Oh, neither of us are interested in that but what we are interested in is people actually understanding what happened what went on not everybody but still to this day i see religion used as a way to oppress people and it's it's in its root it's not everybody but it's still there so we have to really come to terms with that a bit and we have to go like in our human history, this is a part of it. And maybe you don't use religion for that now. I, I know wonderful people who believe in religion. I was raised in religion. You were raised in religion. We've talked about this, nothing against it, but you also have to take a moment and separate God slash the universe slash the divine from religion. They're, they're two different things. 
And you have to separate your intentions with the intentions of an entire regime of a patriarchal society that was looking to do something wildly different than spread love and light to the planet. Well said. Well said, Jay. Yes. Sorry. I know. I mean, I know that's hard to hear, but it is what it is, you know? So no, 2021 needs to be about coming in hot and saying this, the real stuff. Like, I feel like as a intuitive person, I spend a lot of time trying to gently deliver messages so they don't ruffle anyone's feathers and kind of just looking around. I feel like the feathers are already ruffled. So let's just, let's just call it what it is. Yeah. We've got to shake. It's time to shake it up. And so that's actually what, what we're moving to next in this part is so, so in the age of Pisces, that's where we are in, in the year one to 2000, um, that's so weird to hear the year one. <laughs> I know the feminine was denied. Mm-hmm. Respect was only given to the father and to the masculine. Mm-hmm. We were taught that heaven and earth were separate rather than the duality that they exist as mm-hmm. and in the last 2000 years. Our intuition has been fully suppressed and then demonized. So it wasn't that it was cut off. It was then made to be something evil and and demonic and the destruction of our planet and our bodies and our intuition have been destroyed in a quest for money and power. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's no accident that those two things happen together because as you said before, they are the same energy, right? They're all the same energy. So the earth and your human body are the same thing. They do the same cyclical things. And so when one, one thing happens to the planet, it affects our body. You know that I've recently gotten very into like fighting for the planet. Yes. I have people say to me like, Oh, I thought you, I thought you did stuff about intuition. (laughs) I'm like, that is right. That is it. We see it still as, as separate, but like this, again, stepping outside of the conditioning, like kind of seeing your own planet as something that we've just like wrecked and are fine with and people deny believing that like there's a problem with that really is representative of how people see intuition. Like Right. right. When people see the planet as a resource or something they can use to their advantage, not that something that's a part of them. Exactly. Exactly. So here we are now. Here we are. <laughs> 2000 to 4000 is now the age of Aquarius. And like I said, they're not exactly, it wasn't like the year 2000 hit and all of a sudden the plan, the planets, the planetary age actually just recently changed um, within like the last couple month or so, month or two, maybe. Um, but like now what? Like, <laughs> Here we are. So um, we're now in the age of Aquarius, and that's a sun, an air sign ruled by Uranus. And it calls in the energy of unity and oneness. And we're moving away from a focus on things and land and property and colonization and wealth to very all very earthly, tangible expressions to an energy of air. So that means that we're moving from those physical things to ideas, 
that our ideas are changing, our thoughts and our intuition are now being called into play. Mm -hmm. This is going to be a time of innovation, of ideas that serve a greater good, not just ideas for yourself and your own wealth and your own, your own success, but ideas for the greater good. Um, and I, and it's going to help communication on a grander scale. Mm. So you're probably listening and you're like, that's not happening. (laughs) (laughs) That is not what's happening right now. I mean, it's literally feels like the world is crumbling. Yeah. And and so you guys have a perspective whenever you are listening to this, if you're, if you're catching that sort of spicy tone in our voices and that sort of tired feeling, we are recording this on January 7th. 2021. So, right. The day after the attempted coup to take over the Capitol building in DC. So hear that, but it applies anyways, but I think I know where you're going to go. I'll add something after. Go ahead. Continue. So the only thing is that like, you know, you're hearing me say like, oh, all these new ideas and communication and, and innovation and working together on a global scale. And you're like, what? Like, we can't even like get this election to be pass through that literally just happened this morning at like 4am, right? We finally got it to be official, but the patriarchy has to crumble before like these old archaic systems that aren't working anymore, that never actually worked. They only served a a very small amount of people. They, you have to be done with that first. First, it's like, it's like the tower and then the death card and tarot, like it has to end and then we can build from here. So we're at like the, because the age of Aquarius literally just happened, just started, we are in, you know, the death knell of the old age of the patriarchy, but we're also at the very beginning of this new time. Yeah. In other words, it's a hot mess because- All the broken pieces are surfacing. Like it's been broken for thousands and thousands of years. You you just named a bunch of different ages where it's been broken. And now so broken that it's, it's, we have to deal with it. Right. Whether you're talking about climate change, politics, I won't name all of it, but whatever you're talking about, the brokenness is at the forefront. People have been telling us about how broken this is for a very time and now we're dealing with it so you've got to go through this awful messiness before you can get to the other side it doesn't there isn't a switch that goes off that it's like oh phew we made it to the age of aquarius now everything's better like we actually i mean we talked about this in the last episode with intuition you got to do the work and this is right that. Yeah. right and as we saw the slow build of patriarchy it like sort of seeped into culture which we'll, we'll get to but like um it's going to be like a slow turn back in the right direction. It's not just going to, like you said, it's not just like, oh, the calendar switched to the age of Aquarius. And now we're, everything's great again. Like we have to put the work in and, and use those ideas and use that communication to, to affect this change that we need. Yeah. You can't just sit around and go, oh, good. We're in Aquarius now. We can, everything's fine. it'll turn out. Okay. No, you right. gotta show up for the, you show up for the battle. Right. Exactly. We'll be right back after this short break. Um, so I'm that those are the ages. Those are the astrological ages. I'm just going to go through just a little bit longer and just explain some of those points in depth so that you can see 
the timeline um, and how it happened. We just sort of went over the whole timeline, but I want to give you some, um, you know, maybe some further details on that so you can understand how things happened. Um, I have to add something, Jay, that I really like about how you presented that with like the like astrological ages. I've said this before, and certainly when we talked about time, when people say years, like my brain with like the B, C, A, D, like my brain really like gets all screwy. So when you explain it like that, it's so much easier, at least for me to like see the progression. So I I really love that. I agree. I think it's easier to see it happening. Um, and like we talked about in the time episodes, time is sort of a patriarchal construct anyway. So if we're talking about like the energy of the planet in a certain time, that is going to be easier for us to understand. It might sound weird at first because we've never heard it like that. But then when you start to listen, it starts to make a lot more sense because it's intuitive to us. I would also like to point out that you just said that without making a gaggy face about time being just I've come a long way with my issue. Spiral staircase, your your client, baby. Exactly. So I just want to go over a little bit. I want to read you some excerpts from books that I love. Um, I won't make this into like a story time, but I just want to read to you like about what goddess worship was um, and like goddess culture, because I want you to understand more like we talked about earlier about how it's not like women being better than men. It's I want I want you to understand like how that actually looked. Um, And we'll we'll reference uh, what Jamie's reading from and where you can find it in the show notes for you guys, too, if you want. Yeah. So the first one is from Goddess Wisdom, which I've spoken about before. Um, And the author is Tanishka. um, And I just absolutely love this book. So you should read the whole thing. But um, this talks about archaeological studies reveal that women enjoyed high status in early nomadic and agricultural societies, which recognized their feminine wisdom and power to create. See, we're creation. Women were afforded respect as spiritual leaders in their communities, presiding over the rituals of birth and death, things that we don't even really talk about in this society. I mean, we're just now like getting back to that, right? Like these are like, it's all been silenced. And the observation of mother nature's cycles, information that was essential to the survival of all. So like, it wasn't like, oh, we're like, oh, I'm going to like help someone give birth. Like we're talking about thousands of years ago, like these women that helped people give birth and helped people die and, and understood mother nature's cycles. Like that was how humanity existed. Uh Uh-huh. I'm, I'm I'm really in a tangent, but I, what I will just say is that what we do now the knowledge and the things we get right come from these, the knowledge of these women. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. So the last part is throughout the ancient world, the mother goddess was celebrated as the creator being. And in old Europe, women were valued for providing 70% of the food supply. Wow. The collective sharing culture of the goddess worshiping communities were who honored mother nature as the supreme provider disappeared with the advent of patriarchal societies in which wealth was hoarded by the ruling class. Uh, That kind of like, it kind of hurts. It feels good for, it feels a little bit good and then it really sucks. (laughs) 
Right. It, it, exactly. Because it's frustrating because what like when we say like women don't want to take over, women were in charge and they distributed the knowledge and the food, whatever their version of wealth was. It wasn't money then, but like their the wealth of their knowledge and their creation, they distributed it throughout every to everybody. And then we started to see these like kingdoms and kings and queens and um, and religions come through and they hoarded everything. People worked and then everything went to like the kingdom. Everyone, everything went through with taxes, you know? That's what really breaks my heart. And I know that sounds dramatic, but it's accurate about like the whole idea that women are like catty and against each other and like competitive in this weird way, because it is so unnatural to our being and it's, it's taught to us. And like, if you're gonna, if you're going to take out women being powerful, you have to eliminate their ability to share information and help each other and lift each other up. Otherwise, there's no way you could do it because that's what we did. And, and honestly, that's why the information survived because we snuck it to each other and passed it down anyways. But it's that I hope that you hear that and hear how just in our nature it is to share and lift each other up and make each other's lives easier. Exactly. Exactly. I'll leave it at that, but you're absolutely right. (laughs) And so the next, I'm only going to read one more paragraph and it's from the book, which I recommend everybody read. I know a lot of you listening already have. Um, It's called witch by, by Lisa Lister. Mm -hmm. Life changing for me reading this book. Um, And she wrote, For thousands of years, people all over the world worshipped a mother god, the great mother. She was nature and nurture, death and rebirth, fierce and loving, light and dark. She was the polarities and all the mystery that lies in between them. The creatrix of all that it was known as both male and female and a divine, sacred and devotional relationship with her was our guide. So it's not like there's no subjugation, there's no like bowing down before and, you know, being, you know, the slave to some god or goddess. This was just like, it was all about creation and providing and and knowing that the planet can provide for you and that your body can provide for yourself and others. And that as a, as a home or a village, you can then provide for everybody. It makes me think of the analogy that you gave, I think in the self in the self-care episode about the cup, like how we we knew that the cup needed to be overflowing and the overflow was what we poured out like and now we've been tricked into thinking like whatever comes into our cup we got to quickly pour out and you know right. operate from an empty cup like that's I just think of that when you say that. Exactly. It it was exactly. So that's sort of where the goddess culture was. And then it shifted as we talked about with the astrological ages that then there was a patriarchal takeover. Um, And the way that happened was that people saw that the matriarchy thrived by honoring the earth and its cycles um, and by honoring women and the cycles in their bodies that provided for the tribes and the villages but how do you make money off of that? Like we're now starting to focus on money and acquiring wealth. And how do you make money off of that? Well, you can't. And so I add here, Jay, not just acquiring wealth, but like hoarding it. Right. Exactly. 
right? Like just serving yourself only. Mm -hmm. So you can't make money off of that. So the energy of the patriarchy started to grow and to take over um, and intuition, which guided all of that creation was then squelched. We stopped listening to women and we stopped listening to the land. And then the churches, the landowners and the merchants slowly took over. And this, again, it's not a light switch. This is something that happened over years. Mm-hmm. Um, the shift was folk was the, the shift of the focus went from creation to production. Yes. How much can, how much can we acquire? Who will do the work for us? Mm-hmm. And how do we do the least and get the most? Yep. You know, that feeling you have that you weren't productive enough during the day. So you feel crappy about yourself. Yes. That's what you're talking about right exactly. now. Not, not what kind of day did I create for myself? What did I right. produce today? Mm-hmm. Right. Not to, not what did I create for someone else? How did I make someone feel? How did I help the community? What did I produce for someone? What, how many hours did I put in? Yep. That's the measure. How many, how many sales did I make for someone? You. Right. So this is an intuition no. anymore. This is ego. Pure. It's like stomped. So this is the evolution of intuition is that it, it, it naturally existed. It helped us grow and thrive. And then it was stomped out of us. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, so this is what, this is the beginning of what we now know as capitalism. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> it wasn't called that then. It wasn't called that, you know, in 1000 BC, but that's, that's what it was. That's what, and that's what it's grown to be now. Yeah. And that's what we're starting to, to undo. And right. it doesn't matter what angle or I guess side I roll to that term um, you fall on, you're right. doing that. <laughs> yes. Right. You live, you live in a capitalistic society. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you have a debit card or a credit card, like you're playing a part in capitalism it's exactly. just our job to be aware of it and to try to fix it. You know what um, I think is interesting that you were just saying, um, if you don't mind me popping this part in, I think a lot about the way we viewed um, birth and lineage and how things passed down through, through women. Like, I don't know which age this was in. Maybe you do Jay, but like, at first people did not know how women got pregnant. They didn't actually think men had anything to do with it. Yes. (laughs) They thought that just poof, you know, divinely something happened and it was time for a woman to be a mother. Mm -hmm. So that created kind of a problem for, for men and not for men, but for like patriarchal viewpoints. And if you're like hoard and control wealth and pass it down, it was only passing through the matriarchal lines, right? right? Men didn't even know, like if you were with the man and you wanted to raise the child together, you did, but fatherhood was like a really weird and different thing then. Right. Well, and that's what I was going to say is that when we talk about like the matriarchy, this could, I mean, I know we say this a lot, but this could literally be a whole episode on like, cause it's not only just matriarchy, but it's like matriarchal, matriarchal, like heritage, things like that, that really, um, we could talk for an hour about it was that um, it was that big of a of a part of culture then yeah and not to talk about it for an hour but just to like give a little overview after we were there 
we went to going like understanding that like sex had something to do with having a child and it was sex between men and a woman women so that's where you start to see this this part of it being controlled where sex now has rules there becomes the rule ruling of men and women it, it, there's evidence that it was not always that way. Let me just put it that Correct. way. This is just where uh, conception occurs is between. Exactly. Okay. So we see this, but there's still back in the day, no way to say who the father is. There's no Maury Povich. Right. Exactly. So it's still a problem. And this is where you see the need for like, women's virginity to be celebrated and, you know, not having sex until after you're married, not because it was an actual belief system. This is, this predates that a bit, but because they were trying to control how the wealth was passed down. Exactly. Cause you needed sons and you needed people to like work like on your land, wherever, whatever that was at that time. Exactly. So exactly. I think it's important to to see that in the timeline as well. Uh, like people ask me all the time, like what happened to to women right. and intuition, and like that's what happened. It's all involved in this, these whole energy and mindset shifts of these eras. Right. Exactly. So what did happen next was that the patriarchy wanted to, you know, the churches, the landowners, the merchants, they wanted more money, they wanted more power, and they wanted as much of it as they could get. And so they realized that they had to destroy anything that was pagan. Yeah, anything. So as we discussed, like in the wheel of the year and all that stuff, the pagan holidays were stolen by the church. And that that was done not just because like they were cute and festive, but because they had to get people on board. So they used them to create all of what are now our current holidays. And they took enough of the pagan holiday that people knew and were comfortable with and used that so that they would be more easily converted to the new holidays and the new religion. So it seemed like familiar enough. It seemed like okay enough to leave what they were doing and start like, following this church. It wasn't completely different than what they'd always known. And I I was just going to call it a bait and switch, but I think it was actually more than that. I think this is an opinion, this Mm -hmm. alert opinion. This is not based in anything I've found. It's based in what, from studying it, what I think. Mm -hmm. I think that a lot of pagan culture saw this whole patriarchal um, religion-y stuff coming in and were just like, yeah, 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 whatever. Right. (laughs) I'm going to keep doing my stuff. Okay, cool. You're going to call it this. You're going to say it's this. doesn't matter. As long as I can do my own thing, that's fine. They were still in that intuitive place of like, I I do me. Yes. <laughs> and that's how, that's how they sort of got tricked. That, that's how they, they didn't know that it was going to become such a thing where they were literally murdered and burned and killed. And like, they, they didn't see that element coming is what I mean. Exactly. And that's, that leads me to my next point. So once the patriarchy had sort of one foot in the door, right, either they had been tricked or most of the people were just like, yeah, fine. Like whatever, like don't murder us, but we'll say we're doing this, but we're not really like whatever it was. Once the patriarchy had one foot in the door using pagan ideologies and holidays, they then turned on everyone and everything 
that represented the ideas of intuition and pagan, you know, pagan culture. So that leads us to the witch hunts. Yeah. Because not, not everyone went quietly and, and not everyone was willing to let go, even if they were sort of practicing in quiet, the church wasn't allowing them to do that. It wasn't enough to just like verbally commit or like pretend like you were committing. Like they, they were stomping out every single piece of intuition that they could find in people. Yep. And I don't want to, I don't want to like derail us, but I do just want to say like, this is where you also see um, a real, I don't want to say the birth of this, but like a real uptick in racism as well. Not just gender stuff, but like also racism. No, it's, it's anywhere that you can get power over someone, whether that's through gender or religion or race or like from living in a different, like even call, like, like colonization. Yeah, um, exactly. Just take land over. Um, this is where that this gets not just dicey. This is where this gets horrifying. I think. Bad, right. It's bad. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, so the patriarchy felt like they had to push out any perceived insurrections and they had to banish and eradicate anything that resembled pagan life. Um, so anyone who was thought to be a healer, an herbalist, which an herbalist might sound weird now to us, but like there, there were no pharmacies then like an herbalist was someone that like made you like herb stuff when you didn't feel good or when you needed help with something. Yeah. And also where do you think they got the ideas for like medicine and like what different things did in your body? <laughs> like, right. Modern medicine still uses that. Yeah, exactly. Um, they just add they've added synthetic stuff to it. Exactly. And I'm not against that. Don't hear that, but they're not different. No, they're not. Mm -hmm. Um, So anyone that was a healer, an herbalist, a midwife, or participated in any such like witch work, which remember, which means a healer or an intuitive person doesn't mean like a cackling lady at a cauldron. Um, Picture handing each other the information about how to do everything. Right. Like, like someone who said like, oh, use this herb to treat your cold and your, or this, sorry, use this herb to treat this chronic illness that you can't get rid of when they should have said, go to the church and have the priest tell you what's wrong with you and help you get it out of your system. Yes. I'm so, really, open. don't take right. silence. That's not a great, yeah. That is that's what happened with churches. Churches weren't just per- places of prayer. Like priests, like exercised not just demons from you, but like anything, like anything that was a problem, they got it out of your system some way or another. So if you were saying like, use this, right? So if you were using this, saying use this plant, Sally, mm-mm, you're a witch, and you're literally going to have to die for that. Yep. So. Anyone doing any of that stuff, midwifery, midwifery, herbalism, anything, they were hunted down and they were killed. And men were also killed too. Yes. Gay men, vagrants, men who couldn't be brought to hand by the church, they were also killed and murdered. But it was mostly women then um, because that's what the patriarchy perceived as intuitive and dangerous were were women. Um, and it's often called the healer Holocaust. 
Ooh, I like that. I mean, I hate it, but I like it. Yeah. Well, because I think it gives you, like, you think, oh, like, there are witch trials in Salem and, like, a couple hundred people died. But when you say Holocaust, you know that you're talking about a lot of people. And it's it's been written that 13 women, 13 million women were killed across the globe. Ugh. 13 million women. That's insane. And it's so not presented like that. It and that's so on purpose. Right. So the next part really, this is this is because I thought this episode wasn't gonna be very long, but here we are. <laughs> um where are we now? Right? So now we talked about how we're in the age of Aquarius mm-hmm. and we know that society's sort of like falling apart mm-hmm. and know how that we know the trajectory of how that happened um but now i think it's important to see like what does that look like for us in current day yeah right it's like dead intuition this intuition that's been silenced and and um killed like squelched from us how does that look now and it it looks like this society that's falling apart yeah absolutely it really really does it if you want to understand like maybe just a little snippet, like a very small piece of this puzzle. Like you are, every single human being is intuition and ego. There are the polarities. They're the two pieces of who you are. And as as humans for so long, we've been living at on only on the ego cylinder. Right. And maybe when it was just survival, that was not like as didn't feel like as big of a deal, but now in this society, when we're trying to make changes and we're trying to like, you know, I see all these calls for unity and I'm like, we're not going to get there until right. we stop saying that intuition is this thing. It's not like calling it that like, we're not going to get there because intuition at its very core is seeing yourself in another person, right? Like ego is seeing how we're different. Intuition is seeing how we're alike. So I see all these things, but you, you can't just say that you actually have to like do the self work, which is hard and sweaty to like get to that point. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes a ton of sense. And on the, like the macrocosm of that is that you can't like quote unquote reach across the aisle in a system that's meant to kept, to keep you down. And to keep you separated. Right. And I, I, and I, and I don't mean like just women, I mean, And I don't mean like Republican and Democrat. I mean like like the haves and the have-nots. I mean like the one percenters and the rest of humanity. We're taught to like fight each other because we're not in touch with our intuition. Yeah, that's that's very ego-based is to right. draw a line and really just highlight the differences. Like that, that's that. And if you're seeing all this stuff where like the differences are so prevalent and the polarity is like so in your face – but you feel this like at the same time need to like stop focusing on that and and shift and change, but you don't know how to get there. That is exactly the, the like description of what's going on right now. It's it's not super simple. No, it's not. It's we're operating in an entire system, an entire society that's set up to keep us separated from each other and from our own intuition. So it's, it's a lot of work. It's not like the change of a calendar year. It is literally like work. 
Absolutely. And don't bring in the toxic positivity bullshit here because I see people trying to end that shit of like, oh, just shift to here. Just accept it. Just be okay with the fact that that person, you know, did that or said that and like find unity. Don't come at us with that. Jamie and I are here to fight if you're going to do that, because listen, you have to actually allow yourself to feel how you feel and move through the feelings and find your own way. It can't be dictated to you. And I'm sorry, it is not just love and light and let's let everything go. You have to work through it. Right. Exactly. I'm really myself in again, but I'm just saying. So I'm just, I'm just going to quickly run down a list. Uh, We don't have to go through each one. I'm just going to list them to you. So when you're like, what does this look like? What do you mean? Like, we're cut off from our intuition. Like mm-hmm. I'm intuitive. Yes, you are probably an individually intuitive. Mm-hmm. I want you to look at how society looks with no intuition in a patriarchal society. How does it look? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then when I list it, I, you can then, you know, in your own time, think about how these big systems and structures affect you individually. And then you'll see how they affect your own intuition. Um, Love it. So societally, um, the disconnect from intuition looks like white supremacy, misogyny, homophobia, xenophobia, all the phobias. You can, that's an easy one to look at how that affects you. I can tell you easily how white supremacy affects my life, even as a white woman. I can tell you how misogyny affects my life. I can tell you how all those things affect people's lives. Yep. The next is the beauty industry. Oh, yeah. By the way, made $49 billion in 2019. Billion with a B. Gross, gross, gross. The beauty industry is meant to like operate only in ego, right? You're, you have to look a certain way, you have to present a certain way, and you have to change yourself is essentially what it's saying. I know that's not how all people use makeup and hair and stuff like that. I get that as a person who frequently has different hairstyles and colors. You too, Heather. Um, I know that's not the base of it, but that's that's the point of the beauty industry is to keep women suppressed and to keep them cut off from themselves. Yeah. And if you're using it differently, that means that you've done the work to remove the, or you are doing the work to remove the conditioning of the conformity that you're taught you're supposed to do. Right. Right. Um, The next is big pharma and the disconnection from plants and the planet earth. (sighs) (laughs) Mass incarceration. Can I go back to that one for a second? Yeah. Yeah. Because the the way to fix that is to not then kidnap the plants for profit. No, God, no. Don't do that. Just saying. We're looking for reconnection. We're not looking for like takeover of another thing. Right? Like we're not looking for like a monopoly, another monopoly on this planet. Like stop that. Spread the information Um, around. How about we start there? Right. So mass incarceration and yeah. for-profit prisons, which is related to the disconnection of healing and healing through ancestral lines. That might be a lot for you to unpack right now. If you're listening, email us. We'll help you walk through that one. But um, I've obviously- been hearing about this like a lot more now, Jay, and I'm like so blown away by what <laughs> like I know I know the part where like the United States like the stats for us compared to other people. Like I know all that, but like just the cultural elements to it, like 
Oh my gosh. If you're looking for something to like a rabbit hole to fall in, my right. guess this one. It's atrocious. The prison system is, is, is oh horrifying. Yeah. Yeah. The like nine to five cubicle rat race work culture that we have to make money and to not serve our purpose. That's what, uh, what a suppressed intuition looks like. Um, Product gossip. over creativity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Gossip and cancel culture. Mm. I know you could go on and on for, for hours. <laughs> that's a whole nother thing about how women are not only cut up from their own intuition but cut off from each other yeah we need to teach each other we need to like educate and learn and lift not cancel but that tangent but will you remind everybody the original meaning of gossip just because it really i feel like i really yeah yeah it came from like a um the original word came from like godmother and someone who looked out after like looked for looked after children and looked after um she was like the crone the wise woman who um like passed on information and so it was god sib was the word and it became go- became gossip that people were like talking about each other when they were really like talking about how to help people in the village or in the society so it was just turned on us yeah, like like hear that guys. Like even the words have been kidnapped and weaponized. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not saying that people that some people don't deserve to be canceled. I, I do think some people like do things that they that like are very hard to come back from. I'm not saying that, but I don't think we should just be like canceling people at like the drop of a hat or like one mistake. I, that's that's a very ego based reaction to someone's mistake or um ignorance about something you got to look to see if someone's willing to learn or maybe they have learned you know i see people canceling people for stuff they did like 10 years ago and it's like mm, i'm sure you got some some things you're not so proud of too exactly and the last one um is a refusal to admit to and to address climate change oh yep 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 if we're not willing to admit that there's a problem with the planet and the safety of our planet, then we're literally not even like we discussed earlier that we're connected to that as humans. So if we're not willing to take care of the planet, then we're not taking care of ourselves. Yeah. And it, it, this continues to be like politicized and it really, I, I, I'm, I'm not going to go on a tangent, I promise, but I am going to say like, this is an emergency and stop making it, stop burying your head in the sand or calling it like a political agenda. Like who cares? Like we're none of the rest of it's going to matter if the planet dies and we don't have much time. So there's my day. Yep. So long story, not so short, although I will say we've managed to capture like the breadth of humanity in an hour or so. Yeah. And, and you know what, one of the things that we've said about the podcasts as we continue to learn and do it is that it has to be intuitive and for it to be intuitive and for us to put our money where our mouth is, we can't say like each podcast is exactly this many minutes long. Right. 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 That would be a very productivity over creativity issue. It wouldn't be very age of Aquarius of us. No, it would not be. And and you can listen in, in chunks here and there. Yeah. You know. Um, oh, I'll say that. Can we cancel that word? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
So, but let us know. I mean, like I said, we did just cover all of humanity. So like, if there are parts that don't make sense to you or a part that make your hackles raise a little bit, like, let's talk about it. We love questions, commentary, like where we exist as human beings that are always hearing criticism or people not happy with what we have to say. That bothers us zero amounts. So whether you're in agreement or you have a question or something really does get to you and you want to talk to us about it, we're, we're down. Yeah, absolutely. Let us know. Mm-hmm. Awesome. That was a lot, Jay. And you did a fantastic job like teaching us about the history of humanity and why intuition has become what it is now. Right. And how we can start to get it back. Let's take it back. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. I'm ready. Heather. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Jay. I'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening to our episode. For show notes and a place to send feedback, please visit our website, embodylove.me slash intuitive girls. Again, that's embodylove.me slash intuitive girls. <laughs>